Hello. Hello. Wait, has it started? Yeah. Oh. Hello. Hello. And insert weird guitar riff here. <laughs> Welcome to Asexuality. Yeah. That's the topic for this week because it's Ace Visibility Week. Yeah, it's Ace Week. Ace We've got Week. Ace Week. Um, it's Ace Week starting 25th of October till 31st of October. So <laughs> you'll hear this episode on the very first day of it. Uh, second day of it. Sorry, thank you. That's yes, okay. Tomorrow starting is... of the week is Sunday. That's right. And we release these Monday. That's right. So what is asexuality? Excellent question. I mean, we have defined it already in a mini episode, but let's just review. Is a sexual orientation someone of some... Oh, fuck. I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what is asexuality? Let's, let's start again. Let's start again. Let's asexual try it again. Okay. is a sexual orientation. And it is someone who experiences little or no sexual attraction. It is not a choice and not comparable to abstinence or celibacy. Um, I feel like it was really important to add that in there again. Because we yeah. had... While we were doing some of our research, um, we were on... Oh, I can't remember the source anymore. I was like, is this a reliable source? And you were like, yeah. It was honestly <laughs> earlier this week. Um, and it had like do's and don'ts of what to say. Oh, yeah. When it comes to someone who is asexual. Yeah. And they st- put on there. And any other thing that we've read so far has yeah. always made point in saying is, uh, not attraction? about a- a se- abstinence and not about celibacy. Yes. Those are completely different things. Yes. Because when you are... Um, abstinent or celibate, you are choosing to do those things. Yeah, whereas it has nothing to do with your attraction is to someone else. Is it, it, you're that way no matter what. Yeah, so like you're you're like I do not experience sexual attraction to someone else. Exactly. Um, however, you may engage in sex. Um, in the a, sex. In the sex. Um, in the asexual umbrella, we have demisexual, gray sexual. Um, what does gray sexual mean? Um, gray sexual highlights experiencing periods of sexual attraction, either rarely or under only specific circumstances. So it's kind of like the, you know, when you say like, oh, it's not black and white, it's gray. Yep. It's kind of like saying I'm gray sexual. It's kind of like asexual, but like not as, yeah, it's middle ground. Um, what does demisexual mean? Uh, it's an orientation of someone who needs to experience emotional bond before sexual attraction will occur. Yes. So, um, you could have a friend that you've been friends with for like seven years and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I've got a really strong emotional bond. Mm-hmm. That person looks so tasty. Yeah. They are looking so great. Yeah. That's demisexual. And demisexual doesn't, you don't necessarily form a sexual attraction with anybody who you have a strong uh, mm-hmm. um, emotional bond with. It's just that it may or may not happen, yeah. but only with people who you have a strong emotional bond with. Lots of trust. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, okay, what about aromantic? What's the difference between um, what's the difference between romance and sex? Oh, man, you're going to fuck me with this question. We, you asked me this earlier, and I was like, <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! Okay, so sex is one part of romance. It feels like you're just quizzing me in this so far. I know. I know I'm sorry. It's not, Hi, that's not what it is. Hey, everybody. Um, so today we're going to quiz. Test. <laughs> this is a test for Sam. All the way back from first episode. <laughs> the test is happening now. Yes. Which um, Animal Crossing character was Christopher? <laughs> and which sailor was Sam? Write it down and then show us and your comment, answers. And comment on our next Instagram photo. Yes, please. I'm dead ass. No, like, do it. Um, yeah. Okay, so anyway. what is romance? <laughs> um, it's a type of love or affection. Yeah. That's, like, the easiest way to put it. But yeah. I was like, I, I'm just thinking of things that would be counted as romantic. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Different like, things that would be counted really... as romantic. Um, physical affection, like holding hands and cuddling. 
And sharing responsibilities. Sharing responsibilities. Giving gifts to each other. Spending quality time with each other. Did you say snuggles already? Snuggles. I think I did, but I did. it never hurts to say it twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, or complimenting someone or giving them affirmations. Yeah. Um, all of those things are romantic. Sex can be included in that. Mm-hmm. It can be a romantic thing, but it does not have to be part of romance. Yeah. Um, someone who does not experience romantic attraction to someone else. So, like, they're not inclined to be like, oh, I need to um, give them gifts and shower them with my love and cuddle with them and things like that. Um, Someone who does not experience romantic attraction to someone else is aromantic. Mm -hmm. Short for, or sorry, short form is arrow. Yeah, it's the absence of romance. Um, And then there's gray romantic, which has similar root word to gray sexual, which means that you experience it sometimes and not others. Just periods of it. Exactly. And then demi-romantic, which is the same again. It's um, where you may or may not need to experience a strong emotional bond with someone before you um, become romantic with them. Yep. How do you feel about romance? I'm... I just feel like I've never not had it in my life. So I just like have never really formed an opinion on it. It's just like the way things are. Like I've been with Chris for seven years. Fair. Romantically. Okay. Right? Yeah. So it's just like, it just seems like second nature at this point. It's been a long ass time. Yeah, that's fair. That's through my entire like teenage and now young adult years. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like very normal. It doesn't feel like I'm forcing it though. No. It just feels it's like, just like something second nature almost. Yeah. In high school, I wanted that. Mm-hmm. So it's never been something that I've second-guessed for myself. I feel like that's a better question for you. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know how to feel yet. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't understand my romanticism. I have been calling myself aromantic for a while, and then I was like, am I aromantic? Sometimes I get romantic feelings, but then I'm also like, I really just don't ever want to cuddle. I don't ever want to hold someone's hand. I really don't care about gifts. And especially not with someone who is um, trying to be romantic with me. Yeah. Like, I just, all of those things are just, like, this actually kind of a little bit makes me uncomfortable. I feel like you like it in a sense where it's, like, based off of friendship. Yes. Like, there's things that, like, you'll do with your friends. Yeah, like, some of those things I would do with my friends. Yeah. You've done them with me. Yeah, exactly. Like, I call you cute little pet names yeah we call each other pet names we like joke like i know it's more out of a joke but like if i dead ass wanted to hold your hand i feel like it wouldn't oh, be an it issue. would not be an issue so it's just like it's little things like that yeah you know what i think it is for me i think that it is that i don't know that i want to like show the world my romantic life yeah and i don't really like it maybe i am romantic but i just don't want people to know about it i still haven't figured that out yet i'm not saying i am romantic at this point i feel like i'm a little bit aeroflux because um, and describe I, aeroflux. Okay, so aeroflux is aromantic flux. Flux means fluctuating, kind of, mm-hmm. um, experiencing multiple states at once. So, like, for example, I at times might feel a little bit ro- of romantic feelings towards someone that I really like. Mm-hmm. But then it's just kind of a little bit confusing to me, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm like, totally what fine. does that even mean? Like, why am I feeling these feelings? Um, I came? feel like it's, it's a lot of things that built up, too, because I think we were touching on this earlier. And if you're fine with me bringing it up again. Oh, yeah, I don't mind. You said that part of it is like internalized homophobia yeah and i think when you're saying that like you don't want to show pda yes um because most of the kind of relationships that you've had in a sense um have been with men Mm -hmm. um and i feel like yeah that could be what you were saying earlier it's like a little bit of internalized homophobia Mm -hmm. no it's true i think that it is a little bit of internalized homophobia because i have no i mean it's not that i don't have any problem with being romantic with my friends but 
I really have a problem with being romantic with men. With an actual partner. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what that problem is yet because, like, to me, it's just, like, I just don't want to do it. And sometimes there's not an easy answer for it, and that's okay. No. I think there's levels to everything. And I think people think it's, like, one easy answer. It's, like, oh, this is the one thing that's happened in my life that's made me this way. And it's, like, for some people, totally that could be it. Yeah. But I think in being queer, it's such a big umbrella. It's such a full-bodied acronym. Mm -hmm. And there's so many tiers and levels and everything to all that. It's the same with, like, with your actual emotions on it, right? Yeah. It's really complicated. Yeah. And, like, as many people will say, like, oh, asexuals are born this way. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, absolutely, they could be. A lot of people say, and this might be something that I don't know, a lot of people may or may not want people who are in the LGBT community to say, but, like, I honestly don't think that it's fully just biological. Mm-hmm. Like when people are like, "Oh, you're born as a gay person." I, I'm like, I said the same thing. Earlier. Yeah, okay. So like, I will, I will, I will also attest to this too. I think, yeah, I think, okay, yeah, you could very well be born this way, but I also think there's a lot of external factors that also play into a lot of the way we are. Yeah, and that's with a lot of things. I can't remove my identity from society. I can't. Like my identity was shaped. Mm-hmm. At least in part by society. And, it, like, if you're looking now, too, at, like, let's take Gen Zs, for example, and how fluid they are as a generation. Yeah. Obviously, millennials, millennials are the kind of, like, generation before them that has kind of opened this doorway to being, like, you need to love yourself and, yeah. like, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's paved the way for Gen Zs to be so fluid. Yes. And, like, that's why this generation is com- becoming more fluid. Whereas if, if millennials were more, like, boomers and Gen Zs were millennials, like, you know what I'm trying to yes. say? Yes, yep. Yeah, so I totally I totally agree with the fact that, like, it's not just biology, it's also external factors. Yeah. Yes. Because we're finally being like, okay, let's break the status quo. Yeah. And in society, we talked about this too earlier, they, um, there's social norms about it. So, like, for example, um, if you've heard of um, heteronormativity, um, it means that um, the default in society right now is people who are heterosexual. So anybody who is heterosexual has privilege. Mm-hmm. They get to navigate the world in a way that is a lot you easier than others. You don't have to others. come out as someone who's Exactly. <laughs> you don't have to come out. You, like, that's just essentially heteronormativity means that everything that's normal in society is made for hetero people. Exactly. And so gay people, for example, are left out of certain areas. Mm-hmm. Ace people are left out of certain areas. Mm-hmm. So, More um, so yes. Anything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, for example... Um, if you've heard of heteronormativity, there's also something called amatonormativity. So, like, it's it's essentially the idea that you are, um, like, a human is supposed to be in an exclusive romantic long-term relationship. And that's just not really the case. Like, we don't need to be. I think I know more people who are in, like, polyamorous relationships and, like, um, there's more than polyamory, but, like, just or not ethical non-monogamy. Yeah, like all of these variations. I think I know like more people experiencing that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, if anything, like my relationships like the fucking outlier. <laughs> where it's like I'm in a. How have you been with someone for seven years? <laughs> relationship, which ha- I will say has its own struggles, um, because I'm part of the queer community and I'm automatically assumed. No, to that's be fair. A straight person. Yeah. Very frustrating, but um, yeah. Like, I I would say more people are, like, acknowledging that there's, like, there's more to just being with one person. I, unfortunately, am very monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> and that's cool. For the most part, yeah. I'm still trying to figure that out. I don't know. Because, like, I've, I've always discounted 
polyamory because I always thought that it was like polygamy, which is like to me associated with like ultra yeah exactly it's (laughs) it's associated with ultra religious people who are looking to have multiple wives just because that's the way that they think that they're (laughs) supposed to do it and like i'm like no maybe question that norm but like also like i'm looking at it and being like hmm is that something that i actually want because i've always just kind of thought and listened to society and said like oh that's not normal like they can't get married to like all four of those women and we're told that it's so complicated and that jealousy is such a factor and i'm like okay jealousy is a factor when like communication is not yeah exactly at the like fucking top tier of things that you're focusing on yeah like that's why it's fucking complicated because you're not communicating yeah we're way off track <laughs> we're not and, way off track but anyway no, but single, like, that's essentially like yeah it's just yeah. that like looking at society there are normal ways of being in quotation marks yeah. and those normal ways of being shape the ways that people are oppressed so for example because of amatonormativity and the fact that people think that you should be in a long-term relationship people who are single often get stigmatized yeah. or discriminated against or constantly question like when yes. are you gonna meet someone when oh do you have a boyfriend like even like yeah. do you are have you a boyfriend do you have anyone? a girlfriend are you seeing anyone and I'm like, mind I your business. I can you up with this person. Yes, exactly. I know this gay guy. You know, you're getting a little bit too old. Like, you need to settle down. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like people who are up in their 50s and like living their best damn lives. My mom is 63 and she's not seeing anyone and has no intention of being with oh my another God. partner. My grandma has been single for like 20 years mm-hmm. and has no intention of seeing yeah, another person. Like, no. Yeah. I don't like men. I'm not even <laughs> like, maybe my grandma, I don't know. Yeah. This is a public podcast. We're not going to talk about yeah, my grandma we right get now. Like, what are you doing? Overall. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, the oh, what we wanted to say though was um, an example of homo romantic. Oh, okay. So if we were looking at like, so for example, you can be um, homo romantic, bi romantic, hetero romantic, pan romantic. It just means that you have romantic attraction to multiple genders for mm-hmm. example if you're pan romantic you are attracted to people it's regardless of gender level. yeah it's like romanticism romantic attraction is another level ah. this is interesting it's really interesting because i like most representation of asexual people um is from women. white women yeah and um what isn't white women is non-binary um so for example um 63 of people in one survey um, that responded as, um, claiming the identity of asexual were women. And then <clears throat> 26% were non-binary. And then uh, 10.9% were men. So men don't make up a huge proportion of the asexual community. But it doesn't mean that they don't, that they're not there. Yeah, it just means that the tox- survey may not be... Toxic masculinity. Yes. Insert the more you know rainbow with Yes, the exactly. Star. Because if you are a man... And you're like... You're told to want to have sex yes. all the time. Yes. You're going to taught that you have to be like this, like, mm-hmm. ooh, stud. And if you don't, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. So I think um, that is something that will be... It plays into it. ...slowly dissected over the years, for yes. sure. So it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. Racially as well, looking at it, most, like, 70%, something like that, 70, 80% of um, ace people in one survey were white. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's not a lot because of hypersexualization and um, colonization of black bodies and indigenous bodies. There's not necessarily as many people who are ready to claim asexual because it doesn't leave a lot of room for them mm-hmm. um, because they've been hypersexualized. Yeah. If that makes sense. And so like, there's not a lot of representation of ace um, people of color. 
Or just, like, ace people in general. Oh, yeah. Also, just a quick tidbit there. Ace refers to asexual. Arrow re- refers to aromantic. Yes. They're just little short forms. So if you're hearing us say that and we didn't say it earlier, just going to throw that in go. there. Okay. <laughs> we'll just toss that in there. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> no problem. Okay. So um, I also wanted to talk um, about the term aloe. Yes, because you had said in the last podcast that you were... Allosexual. Yes. Do you know what allosexual means? Why are you fucking testing me? <laughs> <laughs> fucking fuck off. I know. Because you deadass told me, and then I was like, I can't remember. And then you told me again, and I'm like, I don't want to get it wrong. It's not like a dumbass. Don't make me fucking... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so it's essentially the... Um, the fact that you have transgender and then the opposite is cisgender. Mm-hmm. It's just validating the fact that not everybody, like, we're not trying to other ace people. So someone who is allosexual experiences sexual attraction. Okay. Okay. So that's like anybody who experiences sexual attraction, you are allosexual. Okay. It's like the default kind of thing. Like it would be like, oh, if you're not in the LGBTQ community, you're straight or okay. you're cis. Yeah. Right? It's those, or you're allosexual. Right? Yeah. Um, someone who is aloe arrow, which actually also kind of describes me, is um, like experiences sexual attraction, but does not necessarily experience romantic attraction. Yes. Um, we were talking about the, I keep saying QO sexual, but you say. Oh, qua sexual. Qua sexual. Well, qua is like the French um, witch. Or like what? What is it? Is another term, and it just means that you really don't fucking understand. Like you just are kind of like, I really don't know You're what's like, going on. I'm just on. going through the blur. Yeah, I'm just, just like kind of like here, <laughs> just like trying to figure it out, but really can't get a grasp. Yeah, I'm just. It, it makes not very much sense. I. And then there's also a. Qua romantic. Thank you. Okay, so yeah, like I would maybe identify also as qua romantic because I'm also like I really don't know whether yeah. or not I'm romantic. Again, I don't know if I understand what romance means. Yeah. Like. If someone's flirting with me, do I understand that they're flirting with me? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Like that was actually a huge issue that I noticed when we worked together. Yeah, <laughs> you were like, I was like that person. No, there was an actual time where yes. like someone came in and I was like, they were hitting on you, and you go, <laughs> no, they weren't, and it wasn't you just being like <laughs> modest and like, oh, like they weren't. Like I don't want to think. Like it was. I was like, no, they yeah. were hitting on you. I think it was someone else who worked in the mall, wasn't it? Yes. And I was it was like, the guy that worked at American Eagle. Yes! Yes. And then you were like, no. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Are you fucked? Yes. <laughs> I also sometimes have to be told that I'm on a date. fucking times. That's... You, you have to be told that you're on a date? Yeah, sometimes. So you just think you're just like, oh, sick hang, hang sesh. Yeah, like, this was a great hang sesh. Like, can't wait for next time. For like, a kiss and you're you're like, really sexy. Please off. do not kiss me. Yeah. <laughs> like... You're we like, just had ice cream. We, why, why are we parked at this lookout point with the stars above us and slow music playing? And you're like, no. Wait a second. Are we on a date? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? I wasn't aware. Oh my God. Okay. Another thing. The terminology for asexual umbrella and aromantic umbrellas have only really been around for about 30 years. Yeah. And as a result, most asexual people are under the age of 30. Because, Which is insane. Yeah. It's it, literally, I'm not saying most as in like, oh, 60%. No. 90% of people <laughs> yeah. who claim asexual yeah. are under 30. So okay, it's like... I pronunciated that. Asexual. Asexual are under 30. <laughs> Beautiful. 
Absolutely. I think that it's also important to talk about um, relationships between ace people and maybe non-ace people or romantic relationships. It can be very complicated. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to have sexual attraction with someone to have sex with someone. Mm-hmm. You can still have a sex drive. You can still masturbate. You can still do all these things that are um, a healthy sexual activity, like healthy, I should say, healthy mm-hmm. sexual person would engage in. Um, but you just don't experience the attraction to someone else. Exactly. I don't remember what it was, but they were talking about how, like, a lot of the, like, cartoon villains that we saw as a kid... Oh, they're all queer. We're all queer. Yeah. We're all, like... We're gonna do a whole episode on queer villains. Yeah. I just, honestly, we can, because there are so many. Like, look at Ursula, Maleficent, like, Mm -hmm. uh, Jafar, like, Scar... We've got, like, and those are just, like, the Disney ones, but then you've got, like, the devil in Powerpuff Girls. Like That's what I'm saying. Like, that one in particular is yeah. the one that always comes to my mind. Yeah. And there's so many other ones, and it's just, like, you don't realize, like, the subliminal messaging that you're getting. So, like, in Hannibal, I watched this, and I was like, this scene's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But then you really, like, really look at it, and you're like, no, you don't even need to really look at it to understand, that, like, that's fucking not right. Mm-hmm. But it's such an iconic scene for that movie. Yes. And then Violet Chachki did it. I'm almost certain it was her. It was her. Almost certain. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, hell yes. Like, make it your fucking own. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm so here for when it. When you take something and you're like, I'm going to flip the switch. Yes. The flip it. This. Flip the script. Flip it. And also, um, representation in general has a lot of work to do. Um, especially, especially with asexual. With asexual people. Because there's been like maybe four representations on TV. Okay, so in a 2017 episode of Shadowhunters, a vampire tells Isabel Lightwood that he's never been interested in sex. Mm -hmm. In an incredible scene where he dodges kissing her mouth to bite her wrist instead. Yeah, and I was like, I laughed at that. That's First of all, (laughs) that's fantastic. That is great ace representation. Oh, yeah. And then, um, but the character in Bojack Horseman, um, Todd? Is that what we called him? Yeah, Todd Chavez. Um, In the beginning of the show came out as nothing. He was just like, I'm not gay or straight. I'm just nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of not great representation of ace people because ace people are not nothing. That invalidates them. Um, So then later in 2016, apparently he went, came out as asexual and went to an asexual meetup, met someone and I think may start dating this person um, in future episodes. Um, but in general, ace representation has been very erasive, if that yeah. makes sense. And or, very, very white. Yes, very white. Um, and, like, essentially, like, for example, one time it was mentioned on House, um, and the person was like... House. You're just faking it. It was like, you're a fucking liar. You're lying about it. Yeah. And it's, it's again, it's that, that, like, thing about, like, gay people are trying to deceive you. Mm-hmm. Like, LGBT people are trying to deceive yeah. you. Trans this people are trying like to deceive facade. you. Like, no, we're not trying to deceive like, you. This like, this isn't, we aren't the snake in the Bible. No. Is it the snake in the Bible? I'm sure. Yeah. 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 The Whatever in, the fuck it even, was. In Eden. It was like, eat the apple. Like, that's not what's happening. First of all... I heard this this week. I don't know who said I saw it. You, I saw you post that and I was like, how did you not hear about this before? The, it was like, um, how did Eve yes, bite the apple yes. when men have the Adam's yes. apple? It was Adam, that lying motherfucker. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Straight. Eve was like, I'm not going to eat that. White man. Yeah. Sorry, man. That are listening to this. Trash. But you got us kicked out of Shangri-La. And it's, it's okay. I sound like a fucking... Clearly, I am not retaining any information because you read that to me and I was like, no, it's Shadow Hunters. It's dead ass <laughs> no, but so we've, serious. We learned, we, this has been a lot. Yeah. So I'm not like, don't worry about it. This, like, we've learned, like, Ooh. I've learned a lot today. Yeah. There was another fun little fact that we learned is that, like, most ace people identify as 2SLGBTQP. 
PNIA. That is true. Um, a lot of the reason that that happens is because once you've kind of come out, you're kind of questioning yourself and you realize that you're queer, mm-hmm. you look and see that the, like you maybe, okay, so for me, for example, I never knew that aromantic was a thing. So then... Oh yeah, this is like uh, very new for oh, me it's, as well. Yeah. And so like I came out as gay and then like even, I think it was like last year-ish, I started like my my little Gen Z students started mm-hmm. bringing up, like I knew asexual was a thing, but I was just like... Mm. You, know. you think it's just asexual, yeah. as do most people with any of the terms. Exactly. Um, but then my one of my students was like, hey, I'm aromantic. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Yeah. And it also sounds exactly like what I am. Yeah. So like, I, I mean, I get the Let A. Let me on the secret. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I get the A and I get romantic. So that it kind of sounds like what yeah. it is, right? But then I was also like... Only I only knew about this because I was part of the LGBTQ community. So like someone who is heterosexual, who never experiences anything in the um, LGBT community might be sitting there and be like, I don't understand why I just can't like be in these relationships. Right? Like why they aren't working, why I don't want to have sex. Exactly. I feel like, yeah, I feel like you're, they're too scared a yes. lot of the time. Yeah. Or there's just like, again, a lot of internalized homophobia yes. and like things like that and yep. like, queer culture. And I was saying it earlier because I'm so cheesed about it. We were specifically talking about Church Street and how it's just like predominantly, uh, it just seems like predominantly there for gay men, gay white men. (laughs) And I I think like you always see, um, and there's nothing wrong with it. And that's not what I'm saying. But a lot of the time when you're looking at like a lot of what's perceived in... um, media and things like that is this like this white gay man who like is very like femme in a lot of the things that they're doing and it's just like there there's no like okay yes there's more variation now Mm -hmm. but I feel like for a long time yeah it's still like this this one type of person Mm -hmm. and everyone else is kind of getting left in the end and like that's why people are also I feel like men toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. are too afraid to like think about these things because they're like well that's not how I am yeah no exactly I don't fit that mold yeah and it's like oh sweetheart most of us don't yes exactly (laughs) I'm actually pretty sure that almost none of us fit this mold exactly everybody's ready to it's like the one percent yeah the one percent is up there fucking hating their life anyway. They're oh. like, why can't I just be gay? <laughs> like, Jeff Bezos. honestly, oh yeah, such a hard life. He must such lead. a hard life for that. Did you? Guy. There was like a meme going around. It was like Jeff Bezos asking you to go get him a coffee and says you can get whatever you want. And then it was like <laughs> the coffee and the debit card. And then it was like the per- what I bought. And it's like a fucking mansion, <laughs> an island. <laughs> and then someone goes, he wouldn't even notice anyway. No, he and wouldn't. I was like, honestly, he would not. Because a house is drop in the bucket for him. Mm-hmm. We won't get into that. That's a whole other topic. Millionaire shouldn't even exist. No. Mm-hmm. But we won't get into that. Um, like within, this kind of helps to break it down into like a little bit more clear as to how you can experience aromanticism. A oh, yeah. Bit. So like there is a little bit of a spectrum of starting with romance repulsed. So, so this describes someone who is disgusted by the idea of themselves being in a romantic relationship or by being exposed to romantic content or situations such as a couple kissing on TV. And to be honest, I'm not really all that comfortable with a couple kissing on TV. Like if they're just doing it for a while and I'm like, why are you doing this? What yeah, is this like, adding to the story? That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, <laughs> hmm. 
yeah okay what, what's the point of this like i just don't get it sex and, sells i guess yeah i mean i get it and like sex is hot but like i'm also like why are you but just also sit, not standing there between kissing other people like no exactly i'm me. also like I'm not kudos to the people that want to yeah, do that cool. not not me yeah no either get me in there yeah or not at all yeah i think i'm in between these two so romance repulsed and then romance averse is romance averse is um someone who does not want to enter a romantic relationship mm-hmm. and it's not it's not even that i don't want to it's just that i kind of no, it is that I don't want to. I just don't want to. You just have no interest in it. I just don't have like, the interest. Like, truly, you do not have any interest. Yeah. There's been, like, times where you're, like, you're, like, close, and you're, like, mm, You know what? No, this I doesn't can't. feel right. Yeah. And you seem very on edge, very anxious. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty good sign. That's actually, <laughs> that's a very good description. Yeah. Because, like, whenever I get to that point, and I'm, like, actually, like, oh, God, this is happening, I get very on edge and anxious. Yeah. And you, you, like, start really questioning everything. Like, everything. Yeah. You get a little bit existential. Well, that's, I mean, daily. Yeah. It's actually hourly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like minute by minute, sweetheart. I wake up and I'm like, oh, time to get existential. Another day. <laughs> another day, another existential and thought. And we just find you, like, in your bed. Yeah. Just, like, looking I'm on your switch. There, like, and you're like, this world isn't meant for us. Another- <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in there with you. <laughs> I want to be where the people oh are. I want to see. I want to see them dancing. Walking along on those. I wish we were making a video right now because I would just insert like a clip of like a bunch of the villagers dancing in Times Square. <laughs> They're doing that like the exercise. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm fucking obsessed. Uh, okay. Um, romantic indifferent. Describe someone who is not averse to entering a romantic relationship, but wouldn't necessarily seek one out. Um, romance favorable. Describe someone who enjoys being in a romantic relationship under certain circumstances. Yeah, so that would, again, probably lead back to, like, feeling, like, a spe- specific emotional yeah. bond with someone. Yeah. Like, having that trust. Exactly, demi-romantic. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps gray romantic. Yeah, where it's just, like... Sometimes yes, sometimes periods no. Periods of it. Aeroflux. Exactly. Yeah. Like, again, like, I, I can't understand, like, I would say out of... I know we haven't made that many episodes, but I think this one has been the one that has so much to it Mm -hmm. so much that i can see why asexual is like the most confusing umbrella because it's just like now going through it it's like okay yeah no this makes total makes sense but it's like it there is so much to it yeah if you're confused that's okay ace people are sometimes confused (laughs) exactly like i've been confused for years about what's going on and yeah and i feel like we should probably i think this would be a good source to put in our link tree yeah so if anyone wants to dive a little deeper wants to get some more like specific information this will be in the link tree because i think this has been super useful because we i was like looking at stuff we were talking about it in the last podcast and it's it's a lot but you know what really informative yes so and extremely will... helpful. And in time, like, with something like this full-bodied, mm-hmm. um, I think, you know, to create more visibility and to acknowledge more asexual people, understanding the tiers and, like, the levels and, like, how, you know, how, like, anything, it's more complex than it seems, um, kind of creates a safer space for everyone. Yes. Instead of being like, what does that mean? Yeah. What is that? What exactly, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. by understanding it on your own and just, like, you're you're creating a safe space for other people. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, opening doors to, like, for Chris, where you had a student bring forth a romantic to you. Yeah, exactly. And now you're like, holy shit. Yeah. That's what I am. Mm-hmm. You can do that for someone else. Yeah. Be that person. Be yeah. that ally. Help out exactly yeah get people knowing things and know also that this is the like it's a very big spectrum too like Mm -hmm. it is not the same for every ace person 
Um, it's just like all things. Oh, it's honestly. just like literally everything. Every person Nothing. has their own orientation. Mm-hmm. They've got their own gender. They've got their own gender expression. They've got their own religion. They've got their own spirituality. They've got their own ethnicity. They've got mm-hmm. their, like literally every single thing, every part of your identity is a spectrum and everybody lies on that spectrum, but no person has the exact same thing as someone else, exactly. but you can get kind of close. And so like, that's what the common language is for. Like, I'm kind of like, oh, other people actually experience lack of romanticism. Cool. Mm-hmm. I do too. I'm not sure exactly what that looks like. Yeah. But. Or like where you lie on that spectrum. Yeah. Because you're still tra- trying to figure it out. Exactly. And that's totally okay. Yeah. Whereas with me, it's just like, I've just like put no thought into it. I'm just like, this has just been such a second nature. And I think that also plays into like these norms that heteronormative. Yeah. And the. Kind of things. Not a normative. Yeah, things, exactly. And so, symbolism. you know, um, obviously I don't think like I wouldn't want that. Um. But it's crazy that it's just, like, it's never been something that I've ever had to feel confused about. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's it really interesting, interesting, like, how different it is. And, like, as these topics open, it's just, like, holy shit. Like, people experience so many different things mm-hmm. on so many different levels. You know, what I think is also interesting is that um, what I'm learning about asexuality is that, like, it really can be, like, you move into and out of it. Yeah. Um, And it's not necessarily something that's solid. Like, I think that if, I think that things are... Like, maybe I'm not experiencing fluidness in my sexual orientation toward, like, masculinity and men. I really haven't ever experienced anything except for attraction to men. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been fluid, I think, in my asexuality where I've been, like, at times very hot and at times very cold. And I'm not sure that it doesn't coincide with societal pressures. I'm not sure that it doesn't coincide with medications that I've been taking. I'm not sure it coincides with opinions of people around me. You know what I mean? Like all of those things um, could affect how I am. Um, But like, for example, if I do take the medication and I'm okay with being ace and it has changed me into an ace person, I don't think that it's necessarily a problem. Yeah. If you're happy. Yeah. If you're happy. that's how you want to live. Yeah. Then that is okay. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's... It's just a matter, I think that the main point of this is that it's valid identities. It's not, like, asexuality is valid. Mm -hmm. It is an orientation. Mm -hmm. It is a way of being. And there's not only one way of being asexual. Exactly. Um, I was saying it the other day, too, where it's like, even with birth control, it's now been proven to alter what you're attracted to. mm -hmm. And that astounds me. And now I realize it, too. And I'm like, holy shit, I just poked myself in the eye. <laughs> but it's like, that's that's wild. Yeah. But it's like, as long as you're okay with it and you're happy with those decisions, then that's that's good. Yeah. Live your best life. Absolutely. Like, honestly, we may or may not only get one chance. Exactly. So, like, just live your life, please. <laughs> and the more people that are living their most authentic lives and bravely doing so, it helps everybody else to be able to do oh, yeah. it as well. So if you... Be like a Gen Z today. Yes. <laughs> be Honestly. a Gen Z. Be a Gen Z. Just On alt TikTok. And on alt TikTok yes. alone. Because we do not, do not vouch for straight TikTok. No. I've never spent a fucking single no. second on that side. Never there are some God, people that do. get like stuck in there. I've seen people like literally on TikTok and I scroll across a video and they come up and they're literally crying like, get me out of straight TikTok, please. Like I'm stuck in this algorithm. I don't know how to get out of here. And I'm it's just like, like, how did I even get here in the first place? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've seen those videos too. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sweetie. Oh, sweetie come back there. here. Come back here. Yeah. Like welcoming you with open arms and rainbow flags. Yeah. Fuck. Oh my God. So many flags. 
so so many flags. There are so many flags. And I just want to know who came up with the flags because some of them, not it. Not it. For that stereotype that queer people are good at fucking interior design and shit like that, where did you go wrong with these fucking flags? Honestly, fucking outrageous. I don't understand. Anyway. <laughs> That's just that's just how I feel. No offense to anyone that loves their flag. That's why I didn't specify any specific one because it's a personal opinion. Uh, if you love your flag, that's good. Good for you. Good for you. I love my flags. Good for All you. All of them. They're so cute. Lucky you. I'm obsessed with the non-binary one. Mm-hmm. The cute little demisexual one. I do like that. Or not demisexual. Sorry, demi boy. The. Oh, um, what does the demi boy oh, look like? Um, I like the Aeroflux one, too. It's really pretty. Also, everyone, don't forget the questions we asked earlier. Yep. You gotta answer You gotta answer on our, on our thing. I liked the below one. What was the one below that? Uh, the what? Oh, the, it's the same. It's just a re-updated one. I like the updated one. That one I really like. Yeah. I like really the, clean. I like this, like, it reminds me of a watermelon. It literally looks like a watermelon. Yeah, it does. Oh, I like that. I really like that flag, actually. Yeah, it's cute. What does uh, Demi Girl look like? Demi Girl is the same, but it's pink. Show me. Okay. So Demi Boy is gray, lighter gray, blue, white. I can't blue. wait to do an episode on that. Oh my god, I can't on Demi Boy? Mm-hmm. Demi Girl. Demi Boy and Demi Giri. I think that'd be fun. Demi Girl. Oh, I love I actually really enjoyed that. Yeah. Thoroughly. Gorgeous. I think you would probably Never mind. I shouldn't Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't decide things for you. You keep doing that where you go, I've been thinking about you. <laughs> And then you like hint your way to it, and then I'll be like, I think I am. And you're like, Yes! Yes, you are! You are! You got there! You made it! <laughs> we're here! Yo, there's soft. Every time, too. every time we. um, Is it actually a thing? Are you fucking serious? I thought I whipped that out of my ass. But lesbian flag? No, it's beautiful. I am fucking upset. And then there's also. I mean, it's beautiful. Like, look at those oranges and oh fucking. My, like, oh I'm my obsessed. god, I actually like a flag. Okay, these these are way better than the, the crap I've been dealt. Just identify as the things that you like. <laughs> yeah. Soft, but no. Be like, been, I want that flag in my long, room. Let's be real. I'm how long have I been calling myself soft? No, like forever. The only thing is, like, I'm not a lesbian. You're not not a lesbian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Stop. Don't make me contemplate things too quickly. No, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This whole entire, you like, Chris this podcast back. is My making me. My bags are packed. Yeah. Like, like, I no longer live here anymore. I live <laughs> in a fucking U-Haul. Fuck. You've U-Hauled it off with me. I have a U-Haul <laughs> that I've converted into, like, this cottagecore lesbian yes, band. Yes, yes. And that is the equivalent oh my God, of soft Oh, do you think butch. that there's a cottagecore one? Oh my god, it would be these gorgeous purple and oranges. Oh, the greens? Yeah, it's green and brown. This looks like an Animal Crossing thing. It does. That's awesome. I'm gonna change my... No, that one's better. This one? No. Yes. Oh, that's so cute. So that's gonna be my new flag in Animal Crossing. Yeah. Can you send me that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I feel like I really gotta kind of do a fucking self-reflection one day because I honestly have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and like, it's like, you've done all this like internal like processing of just like who am I and like why am I experiencing this and I thought I was doing that and I, I was doing it on like a emotional level mm -hmm. but not on a, like an identity level because mm -hmm. that stresses me out mm -hmm. that makes me very anxious that's fair so um, you don't have to if you don't want to no but I want to because it's just like I want to know 
why I feel so fucking confused all the time. Because mm-hmm. when I think about myself, it's like sometimes I feel like this person and then other times I feel like this other person and it's like two complete parallels. But I'm like, is that mental illness? Mm-hmm. Can you say mental illness like the... In the mental British? illness? Yeah, that. Is that mental illness? It's mental illness in it. <laughs> right? Am I like, is that what that is? What? Is that... Is, you think that... Wait. You're a... Ident- wait. Say that one more time. So, like, sometimes the way I'm feeling, where I'm like, oh, I feel more this today and I feel more that today. Ah. I or And it's not really day by day. It's more, like, week by week. And it definitely coincides with my mental health. Okay. So, I'm like, mental illness? You know what I mean? <laughs> or am I like, oh, this is genuinely how I feel. And, like, if I were to have this not be so... Uh, avidly a part of who I am as a person because like nothing pisses I used to be like anxiety is not who I am anxiety has made me the person I am oh my god anxiety is it has shaped my entire personality it is completely a part of me it and I'm not going to be like I'm all consumed by it or anything like that but a lot of the things and a lot of the reasons I am the way I am is because of anxiety and depression a lot of the yeah a lot of the things that people appreciate about me is because of my anxiety exactly exactly so it's like for me to not, like, uh, for me to try and separate the two, I don't think is really possible. No. And, but part and, of me still wonders, you know, if I was, I hate saying it, if I was healthy, if I didn't have these problems that, like, oh. can weigh so fucking oh heavy sometimes. I feel you. But. It's like, who would I be? But I'm like, I can't think like that because no, I'll because never be like that. that Even if I was medicated, I would still have these issues and these things that I've had to deal with. Yeah. And, like, I, 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 yeah. I don't think that maybe... In those certain circumstances, maybe it's not good to look back and be like, who would I be? It's better oh, probably I to be like... avidly avoid that. It's just yeah. that like once in a blue moon that'll come up and I'm like, mm, not uh, going to go there I'm because not, there's nothing here. I can fucking do about that. Yeah. So why the fuck would I do No, exactly. Like, we, I mean, you have to decide every single time that you look at yourself, who am I? Mm-hmm. Right? Like you... And I mean, you don't have to. No. Obviously, like that's not something you have to do. Um, you could move throughout the world and just like and be claim just float. claim just just float do along. whatever you need to do. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to come out in order to be valid. You don't have to like all these things. But yeah, but I think like for me, you know how I am. I like to fucking know things. Yeah. I like to be like aware of who I am and what I am and define myself as something. And I understand that that's always evolving and I totally can accept that but I'd like to know who I am in this moment and like since there are these more like these terms that are like so like are more talked about like all these like variations of things I'm like holy fuck like here I just thought I was this one fucking thing but there's so much more to it and there's so many things I can be more than one thing I don't have to be this one specific thing and I think that's why I was like I'm so fucking done calling myself bisexual like this is such a fucking tiny little box that just doesn't make fucking sense to me Mm -hmm. It doesn't. I'm just going to stick with queer until I can fucking solve what it is. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck it is. No, I feel like you feel the exact same way too. Well, I do. I would say... Um, a little less confused. No, but it's because it's because of a lot of work. Like I like I used to... The only thing about me was that I, like I would often say, and even up till this point, I said, I'm a gay man. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not even a gay man. I'm not even close to a gay man. Like there's like... <laughs> I'm an androsexual, non-binary, aromantic, like, aeroflux person. Exactly. Like, it's like, do you know what I mean? It just keeps getting more and more specific because you keep finding more and more things out about yourself and you see more and more representations of people who mm-hmm. are these things and validate the fact that you can be those things. Mm-hmm. Just, I, it does remind me of that one video that I sent you and I was like, oh, this is probably not meant to be, like, appropriate, but, like, I still loved it. And it was, like, somebody on TikTok, like, being like, I'm a, what was it? It was like, I'm a non-binary, I'm a... 
was it it was like a long it was basically like what you just said yeah. <laughs> and then the, this guy pops up and he has a wand and he's like saying oh yeah they said back. non-binary yeah i forget <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like this plant levitating and i was like honestly it's like gone to that point like totally no but, but like who doesn't want to fucking sound like a harry potter spell no but absolutely JK i want to sound yes. removed yes okay we'll claim it for our exactly. own exactly it's now written by chris, Sam and chris. <laughs> <laughs> okay um anything else we need to say no i um really want to get into like these flags for next time though these are fun i want to like figure out my Animal Crossing flag will be that. I love it. Okay. I'm so here for Anyway, it. don't forget to comment on our next post and tell us what we got for our surveys on our very first episode. Yes, you have to remember. And if you don't do it, then um, you fail. Yeah. <laughs> this is the te- this is the test we were talking about. Yeah. And also go Just, and check and the link and in the bio. And you have a lot to hold, hold yourself to because my mom dead-ass took notes the first episode. Yes, she did. So. I will also say that my friend Ducky took notes. Shout out to Ducky. So, shout out to Ducky. Shout out to Sam's mom. Call Both her Gus. You. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Gus and Ducky. Shout out to Gus Sounded and Ducky. like uh, Land Before Time characters. That's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking All right. movie ever. Anyway. I know, but it is, though. I have not watched it since the child. I, I, I can't. I no. dare not. <laughs> I dare not get back into that. Yeah. Anyway, bye. Bye, Chris. <laughs>